0: It honors singers that have sung for years in the background with no type of recognition. Carry on. Being a background singer is being a team player, having a servant's heart, and it's a beautiful thing to be a part of that.
1: Hi, I'm Eric Angevine. Welcome to Radio Superfly. Like everyone else in the world right now, I've had to get a little creative with how I fill my time as we all hide out from the coronavirus. I'm lucky enough to be able to work from home, but I still do plenty of sheer time-wasting. I've also looked at this as an opportunity to do some things I never took the time to do before, like start a container garden on my apartment balcony, or rearrange the furniture, stuff like that. For instance, I realized I had a long list of music documentaries I always meant to watch but never got to. What can I say? I play video games and binge TV as much as the next guy. But now, I'm going to watch them, think about them, and give you a musical book report on this show, starting with 20 Feet from Stardom, which is currently available on Netflix. 20 Feet from Stardom is a movie about backup singers some of the most amazingly talented singers in the world. In our culture, however, it's seen as something of a failure or a letdown to never make that 20-foot walk to the front of the stage and become a star. What we don't realize is how hard and sometimes inadvisable that attempt can be. One of the featured performers in this movie is Darlene Love, who began her career singing backup with the Blossoms and other groups. She recorded several lead vocals for Phil Spector, believing them to be for her own record, only to watch in disbelief as the self-aggrandizing producer allowed groups like The Crystals to lip-sync over and claim her work. Disgusted with Spectre, but unable to get free of him, Love quit music for a long time. She cleaned houses for money and even then could not escape her past.
0: One particular Christmas, I was cleaning this lady's bathroom and Christmas baby, please come home. My Christmas record came on the radio. And I just looked up and just said, "Okay, all right, darling, this is not where you're supposed to be you're supposed to be singing
1: love got back in the game became a christmas concert fixture and eventually got a well-deserved induction into the rock and roll hall of fame she's the never give up better late than never story of this documentary but what about someone like mary clayton clayton announced her presence with authority when the rolling stones called her into the studio in the middle of the night in pajamas and curlers to inject some power into gimme shelter
0: so I said to myself, hmm I'm going to do another one. I'm going to blow them out of this room. <laughs> I went in again, and I did that pass on the, uh, the part that says, uh, rape, murder, just a shot away. So I had to go up another octave.
1: at sort of two in the morning and then you come in the next day and you go, hell, that's good. Yeah. Clayton had the voice, the guts, and all the right contacts, but she sang backup for years without a hint of a solo career. Can you imagine a song like Sweet Home Alabama without her and the other backup singers? When Clayton did get a chance to record a solo album, she recorded her own version of Give Me Shelter and a black woman's answer to the Neil Young, Leonard Skinner beef. Another singer hints at the quandary Clayton found herself in, noting that America at the time only had room for one gospel singer, and that spot was taken by Aretha Franklin. Fair? No. But very, very common in the music industry with its niches and marketing plays. Claudia Lanier was a legendary member of the Iquettes and toured extensively with the Rolling Stones, but her own album fell flat. Now she's a Spanish teacher.
0: Did you think I was a long time coming? Did you think I wasn't coming at all? Did you picture me?
1: Tata Vega caught Stevie Wonder's ear but never could figure out where she'd fit in on the music scene
0: right. am I black enough for you am I white enough for you am I brown enough? For, oh my gosh what are you? Where do we put you?
1: Her solo albums from my perspective suffer from the fact that they were forced into a disco groove. I do kind of like Mr. Troublemaker though <laughs> For some, stardom just didn't suit their personality type. Lisa Fisher was a featured backup singer with The Stones, yes, The Stones again, also Luther Vandross and Sting. She won a Grammy in 1991 for Can I Ease The Pain. In her own words, her next album just took too long and attention shifted away from her. Since then, she's done Broadway and followed her own vision, accepting that there's freedom in avoiding stardom's gilded cage. Here's an excerpt from Lisa Fisher's 2010 collaboration with Louis Vega called Love Will Know. debuted at Sundance in 2013. At the time, Judith Hill was the movie's youngest subject. Her story at that point was in flux. She had been chosen to duet with Michael Jackson in 2009, and his untimely death gave her a sort of notoriety she didn't want. After the film came out, she starred on the reality television show The Voice and produced an album with Prince, which we can hear a little of here.
0: Like sea low green in a sea of red light. I might as well be famous since I ain't gonna be white. One way or another, I know I'll be all right as trains go by. Bad times at a sight. <laughs> Chief. Shoot your date and leave your back
1: Personally, I learned early in life that I wasn't cut out to be the front man. But screw anyone who tells you you can't, right? If the time isn't right, or you don't fit the niche someone wants to put you in, there's never been a better time to grab a mic and a social media account and make what you want to make. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. Join me. Thanks for being here with me on Radio Superfly. I hope you check out this film, 20 Feet from Stardom, and stay tuned for some of the others I'll watch during my quarantine. Let's listen to Judith Hill's latest track, a reboot of a classic Phil Collins tune that's featured on the soundtrack to Little Fires Everywhere.
0: told me you were drowning i would not let a hand i've seen your face before my friend but i don't know if You can wipe off that grin I know where you've been It's all been